Welcome to Covenant Church's Sermon Discussion. This conversation happens most Wednesdays on Facebook Live between me, Michelle Lichty, the Communication Director at Covenant, and the Preaching Pastor from the previous Sunday. If you haven't already, I recommend listening to the sermon before listening to our discussion. Good afternoon. I am Michelle Lichty, and I am here today with Brentley Jordan. Hi, everyone. And we are here to discuss, uh, Brentley, your sermon from this past Sunday on Romans chapter 7, verses 14 through 27. The title of the sermon was God's gift of his incarnate son, I think, right? <laughs> Almost. God's empowering gift of the son. But, okay, but the son is certainly the incarnate son. So, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yes, so we, so Brentley, I was really struck by the uh, relevance of your, the way you opened your sermon. Um, mm. You talked about, you know, the con the tension that we live in between oh, there's yeah. reasons to be happy and there's, and life is difficult. That's yeah. a tension we live in. And we live in this battle between good and evil, between right and wrong. Yeah. And um, and I just thought, oh, isn't that an interesting way to start the sermon as we are moving into Halloween? And mm, what oh, do wow. children love to dress up as? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But superheroes. Yeah. And so what's been on my mind today is contrasting superheroes mm. that of the Marvel universe or the DC comic superheroes yeah. or the wizards of Hogwarts or, you know, whatever superheroes we want to be thinking about and the real superhero. Hmm. Yeah. Who is Jesus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that contrast. And, you know, and I, um, it's easy for me to say this because I'm, I enjoy the the superhero kind of movies um but i think part of that is this i recognize on a deep level that um the spiritual nature is this significant battle between good and evil and when we tell stories that illustrate that um that resonates because because i see that um i see that all over the world um, yeah. and we feel it in ourselves um, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned uh, the just even the opening opening thoughts, uh, just the um, the reality that there's a lot in life to be thankful for, and there's a lot difficult in life. Um, you know, I've struggled recently with it's so much a part of our culture to walk by someone and say, um, "Hey, how are you?" and mm -hmm. and you keep on. It's almost just like an extension of hi. Um, and just wondering, you know, how do you answer that question? Because the truth is, I could say I'm great because there's a lot of things that are great. Um, but in any given moment, I could also say I'm doing terrible because there are a lot of things that are terrible. Um, yeah. So th they're opposite answers and neither is a lie. And so so sometimes I, I've, I've just, I, my quandary has been, how do you answer that question? And the reality is I think I want more and more often when someone says, how are you? I want to say, you know, there's some great things about life and there's some terrible things about life. Which which do you want to talk about? I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to talk about either. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is just the ongoing quandary, right? Of, yeah. Of life in the United States of America, I think, or maybe even the Western world. Yeah. But um, yeah, like how 
how deep do you want to go and what are they really asking are they yeah. really just saying yeah. hi or mm -hmm. are they really asking for yeah yeah that is a quandary yeah. and um, all of that you know just at a surface level that's just a reminder to us that there is there is um the spiritual reality is a battle between good and evil um mm -hmm. and that you know i love paul's articulation in this passage where he's just honest that that that's what's going on inside of me even even for a follower of jesus there's this battle uh, from the, the sinful nature yeah. and the spirit and it's a it's a very real and helpful explanation for us i think and and yeah. hopeful explanation yeah. oh yeah and i think it's I can, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I can get lost in this whole, I do what I don't want to do. I want to oh, yeah. do what I don't do. I don't do what I want. I'm like, I'm just like, wait, I don't understand even. Yeah. It's like, I get lost in the, I do and I don't do the yeah. whole thing in these verses. And I loved how you summarized it all in, we all get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, that, I, that I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all get stuck. And uh, your illustration of being stuck on the side of the road, I just thought, isn't it interesting? I was, I was, I was thinking as I thought about your sermon, like, I'm sure the time that you were stuck on the side of the road, <laughs> you were thinking, I just want to be unstuck. Oh, yeah. And I just, I have things to do and places to go and people to oh, see. Yeah. And this is not a part of my, my plan for today. You know, I'm just getting kind of frustrated in the moment. And then how God uses that yeah. as like, oh, remember, Brentley? Like I had a deeper purpose yeah. <laughs> to help you explain this idea, Man. this passage. It is true. And I, I think the reality is so many times when I am frustrated, once I separate it from a little later, I realize that most of my frustration in life is based on um, some, um, some earthly thing not going the way I wanted it to. Mm. Um, and, uh, and then it just exposes in some ways, my, um, my shallowness. And I realize I don't, God, I don't want to be, uh, get wrapped up in frustration over, over things that, that don't matter as much. And, and it just shows that I, I put more, um, value to things that don't matter as much. And mm. I want to get, I'm going to get frustrated or excited about the things that really matter, not, mm. you know, being inconvenienced uh but yeah it's somewhat yeah. tangent somewhat a yeah. yeah well but i thought it was um i thought it was a great illustration that really helped me to understand like oh okay yes i do try to do it on my own like i'm going to oh, solve yeah. this on my own yeah and just hearing the stuff that you went through i was like oh my word how many times do i do this to myself where yeah. i'm like no, I'm going to, I've got it. I'm going to do it on my own instead of mm -hmm. asking for help or even asking God for help. Like where, what do you want me to do in this moment? Do you want me to keep trying on my own or do you want me yeah. to call the rescue service or do you want me to, you mm -hmm. know, ask for help from somebody who's right next to me? Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, you know, that, that takes us back so beautifully to the gospel that it is, um, God rescued us. We didn't, we didn't earn it. We were completely stuck, completely stuck in our rebellion. And, and he rescued us out of that. Um, so I need to, um, 
Yeah, I lost my train of thought. But but I love the reminder of what the Lord did um, in in the gospel message. He he got me unstuck. He rescued me, and and that's something. Honestly, you know, sometimes I I can easily move on in my Christian life and think, um, you know, now that I'm years into being a Christian, um, I you know the gospel message is so elementary. I can move on to other messages. Um, but the reality is the gospel message, while it's elementary, it's also foundational. And, and it's important that I, I, re, I tell myself the gospel over and over again, because I can become convinced that um, I am earning things. This is up to me. And I need, remind, I need reminded of the gospel message repeatedly that I was spiritually dead and the Lord raised me to spiritual life. And why am I now thinking I'm so strong to, to handle something and, or to earn something? Mm. So there's, I mean, there's just so many, so many reasons. And in the midst of being frustrated or sad or, uh, or fearful, there's so many good reasons in the midst of all of those different emotions to be retelling myself the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, I mean, that goes to the, um, the purpose of the law, right? Because mm-hmm. that's part, oh, of, yeah. this, part yeah. of this discussion. Yeah. Um, you know, the law is from God. Mm-hmm. It's from the, you know, and so the law is spiritual because we are not. And so yeah. it exposes our, exposes us. Um, and I just, I thought, oh man, that is so true. And that's why I think, you know, as Christians, we honestly, we need to be very gentle with the law because mm-hmm. if, if, if the purpose of the law is to point out my rebellion, then, then I need to be very gentle and careful with the way I use the law in talking to a non-Christian because realize what I'm doing, I am, I am on the offensive. I am pointing out their rebellion as I share the law with them. Um, and I just, I need to be gentle with that. Um, right. and, and sometimes, um, you know, we've talked so much over the last year about living a life of love. Mm-hmm. And living a life of love is, um, yes, it's sharing the gospel, but it's, and yes, it's sharing truth, but it's, it's sharing truth with, with grace. And it's, it's understanding that as I point out something in scripture, something in the law to a non-Christian, um, this is going to expose something in them and it's understandable oh, right. that they would respond defensively and and with some fight in them and yeah. um and i don't want to respond uh to their understandable defensiveness or fight i don't want to respond to that with more fight um right i i need to just respond humbly and point to this this is what i believe is true um, mm-hmm. and, and this exposes me in just as many ways as it exposes you. And they may be different, but, but they're plenty. Um, so I just, yeah. it's so, it's so important for us to use the law gen- gently. Yeah, that is such a great point. The, um, because, well, I mean, some people are, you know, it just depends on your personality, but some mm-hmm. people are like, okay. Let's get, let's duke it out. Let's get ready. Like, you know, and yeah. so they're ready for the fight. Yeah. And, um, and people like me are kind of like, well, oh my goodness, I, 
I just, I, you know, it's not me you're fighting against. You know, just kind of yeah. surprised by the oh, yeah. by the vehemence with um, with which we can uh, be uh, confronted with yeah. and feel like, whoa, wait, yeah. instead of being and then disengage completely because we're feeling so overwhelmed emotionally. And so that's just as helpful, like as a reminder, when I'm faced with that kind of emotional response, mm-hmm. it's okay to stay with it and yeah. and not respond in kind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's true. I mean, the message of the gospel, these these are fighting words to a non-Christian. It's, yeah. you know, it's pointing the finger and it's saying, you are rebelling against the creator of the universe. Right. Um, so these are fighting words and they're words of, of rescue which is just an amazing combination that that it can be both fighting words and words of rescue. Uh, right. God's design is just incredible in that. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. I know, oh, it's yeah. like, wait, I, I might have a purpose in saying that, you know, in saying this first and God's purpose may be totally different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And one of the other things that, um, that you said it towards the end of your sermon that, you referred to a little bit earlier is um, hope springs from truth rehearsed. Mm, yeah. And um, I, I wrote that down because I thought, oh, yeah, I needed to think about that for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I really enjoyed um, meditating on that idea and, and uh, thinking, um, does, is it true? Does hope spring from truth rehearsed? And when I think about you know truth rehearsed, one of the foundational truths that that I, I is good to rehearse would be the gospel message. Mm-hmm. So what, um, how does rehearsing the gospel message spring up hope <clears throat> in the midst of disappointment? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. So so we can play that out. Let's say I'm you know I'm disappointed about um, you know a loved one struggling or me getting some. Um, concerning news about a health issue. Um, And, you know, so it's right to register sadness and disappointment. And and as I rehearse the gospel, what do I hear? Um, I hear a reinforcement that the world is broken and that I'm broken. Um, And I hear an answer that uh, Christ has victory over all of that. now, I, so that hope springs up. Now, that doesn't solve everything because I can still, right. in that midst of that disappointment, I can say, all right, I, I hear and I'm reminded of the hope and victory in Christ, yet what does that do for me now? Um, and right. and, and that's, that's a conversation to keep having with the Lord. Um, but, but hope has begun to sprung up as I've thought of Christ as victorious and and that ushers me into the conversation that's going to lead me a little further along in hope. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and I think it also helps us put perspective, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. like what you said earlier, I was dead in my sin. Yeah. And God has brought me to life. Yeah. And that is more impossible than any situation I'm facing right now. Oh, yeah. And so... Yeah. It how like even if it, even if what I'm facing right now feels 
so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to be resolved. Um, that there is that hope of if he could solve the hardest problem of all to solve, yeah, then God can solve this problem too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and I need to be prayerfully looking for the ways in which he's going to solve that. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I've read recently that has been so meaningful to me is um, uh, God, let's see, um, God's omnipotence is governed by his omniscience. Hmm. So that is to say his perfect power is governed by his perfect knowledge. Um, so as I enter a difficult situation or as I, I'm struggling with just the, the frustration of a broken world and, and my own inability to follow the spirit the way I want, um, in all of that, the, some of the truth that I can be rehearsing is I, I serve a God whose perfect power is governed by his perfect knowledge. And, and that's, that's a God I can put hope in. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't change, doesn't fix everything in this moment. But it it gives me some confidence that that's that's a God I can put hope in, and that's that's a God, in fact, who you know, as we said, rescued me from spiritual death to spiritual life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's really encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Um, I know you kind of going back, rewinding a little yeah. bit, um, mm -hmm. going back to we're stuck in our tendency to sin. We, oh, are, yeah. we can't figure that out on our own. Um, you drew this illustration of two figures, one with, oh, yeah. with, with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and one without the Holy Spirit and just, and just talked a little bit about um, the battle between the Holy Spirit and our sinful nature, both in a mm -hmm. believer and in a non-believer. Could you just talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we, as as a believer, we feel that. We, um, I think, uh, the way I can most easily identify my sinful nature is usually at the root, my sinful nature has something to do with promoting myself. Mm -hmm. and, and the spirit nature in me at the root has something to do with promoting God's glory. Um, so that's that's something um, that's a way that I can identify what what is sinful nature and what is um, spirit nature. But mm -hmm. but that's that's going to be an ongoing battle in in every Christian, and we have confidence that in the end, spirit has victory. Um, mm. But but until then, we I mean, the Paul is is setting our expectation correctly that we we will be continue to be in this battle between spirit and sinful nature. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's hard, yet if you know the end of the battle, that gives significant hope. Um, and you know that the battle's gonna be long and it's going to be difficult. Um, yeah. I am going to win, but it is going to be long and difficult. Wow. So so that's the, you know, for the Christian. And, and for the non-Christian, I was just trying to point out that you know, like like the Christian, we all have a sinful nature, um, and for the non-Christian, they they don't have the spirit, but they they probably know and interact with people who have the spirit. So they they see and get acquainted with the spirit, you know, in a little bit of a distance. Um, and then they also, as as Romans one twenty says, um, everyone is born with some knowledge 
um, of, of the invisible qualities of God just through what they see in creation. So mm -hmm. there's, there's some innate knowledge or impression we have um, of who God is in his power and character. Um, right. So there's, there's something there that even someone who's not following Jesus, there's something there that battles with their sinful nature, something that says, I think there's something other than me, something greater than me. And they may put different labels on it, but if they're honest, there is a battle between, is, should I be following my own desires or should I be following something that is this greater good, great creator something? Hmm. Yeah. Right. And um, I'll, I'll be sure to put that illustration. We, I have a picture of the final illustration oh, great. Um, that I'll put on our blog post that accompanies this, um, this discussion so that oh, people great. can see it. <laughs> and the red lines are indicate yeah. the battle yeah. um, within and without. And, um, and yeah. it's, you know, one of the things I realized in studying the, the passage, um, you know, uh, scholars traditionally like to argue about whether when Paul is walking through this passage, is Paul ta um, talking about himself <coughs> mm -hmm. before knowing Christ and after knowing Christ? Uh, and what's what parts of this is Paul before Christ? What Paul? What parts of this is Paul once he's become a Christian? Mm -hmm. and that's an interesting scholarly discussion that you know that people can dive deep into if they want, um, but in the end. What uh, I think the clear message is there is a battle here between mm -hmm. spirit and, and sinful nature. Um, so right. I tried to I tried to highlight this the simple message of it and not get into the weeds of you know what part of this was Paul speaking as a non Christian and what part of this was Paul speaking you know as as yeah. a follower of Jesus. Well, I mean, and even right, I mean, and even in that uh, discussion. The, the bottom line is still the same, right? Yes, because exactly. the battle still rages. Yes, it, it raged before we were Christians. Yeah. And then even as Christians with the Holy Spirit within us, we still at, need to be rescued right? yeah. <laughs> from our own selfish desires, from our own selfish reasons for doing what we're doing. Um, yeah. And so we're, we can still be stuck in our ways, even with the Holy Spirit inside of us. And so we still need rescuing um, in a different way mm -hmm. yeah. than the initial rescue, right? Out of death into life. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's out of selfishness into what? Godliness into, yeah. 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 Just, just a life that more and, more and more proclaims and pursues God's glory. Yeah, yeah. So, well, good. Uh, anything, any last thoughts you'd like to share? Um, yeah, you know, I just, the, the reminder that um, the stakes are high in God's grace is huge. Um, mm. So, you know, Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin are death, but the gift of God is Jesus Christ our Lord. So we know the stakes are high, um, but we know God's grace is huge. It's, it's by his grace through our faith in Christ that were saved. Um, so that's, that's some truth to be rehearsed and that's some source of hope. It is, it is. The stakes are high and God's grace is, what did you say? God's grace big, is big. Good, great. <laughs> great. Something. Yeah. Is bigger than the stakes. Yes, there you go. <laughs>
Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Brentley. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. And thank you to our audience, whether you've joined us live on Facebook or later on our blog or on our podcast. We're grateful for the time that you took out of your day to listen to this discussion. Have a wonderful day.